non-stop rock talk with Tyson Friday. Rob and Tommy, welcome to Nonstop Rock Talk. Uh, it took us a bit to make this all work, but we finally made it here. How are you guys doing today? Doing great, man. Everything's cool. How about you guys? Oh, we're good, man. It's, uh, I mean, I think we're in the same boat up here in Canada as everybody in the States with not really being able to do yeah. too much, but... I was tripping for a minute there, and now I'm just kind of trying to move on. I don't know. <laughs> right on. That's cool. Um, you guys are in, you guys are in based in Florida, right? I believe. Yeah. Right on. Um, everything is still kind of locked down, is it? Or are they opening things up? They're they're starting to open up. Tyson, yeah, they're starting to open up. Well, that's good. They're, uh, they haven't announced anything here yet. Um, we hear it's coming, but still nothing. I mean, our golf... I don't think people can hold out much longer before they just got to bust out and go do something, you know? Yeah, no kidding. I know. I, I'm, I'm kind of feeling the same way, so hopefully hopefully soon. Now that we've kind of got that out of the way, let's let's talk about Skin Suit. Uh, guys, I have to admit that I love this album. Um, really? Yeah, I really love it. I was, awesome, I, was Thank you. I think the, you like rock, don't you? I do, man. And I have to admit that um, I kind of miss that from you, Tommy, because like not hearing it's it's just there's just there's something about um, you as a player and a musician that I have always admired. So hearing all the all the shit going on, all the guitar stuff is just uh, it's just simply amazing. So. I, I really appreciate that, man. Thank you very much. Thanks. You're very. I good. get it. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I actually, I had it. I was at work this morning, and I just got home, and um, I had it on at work like three times. I don't know if uh, the people I work with were digging it, but I'm kind of by myself, and then people are in and out, and hearing all this uh, blistering guitar stuff, and yeah, I was like, whatever. I don't give a shit. So it's all good. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> now. Is this was this considered to be your solo solo project that had been talked about probably last year, Tommy? No, no. But the the solo that I just did a couple of records really back then, just because I wasn't doing nothing else. And the solo record, you know, you, I, I like a couple of things on them, but I just try not to take them too seriously. I'm not a singer, you know, and I was just trying to punk rock a little bit. That second one I did, I was trying to sing a little bit, and that I think was kind of horrible. So, you know, no, and this isn't a solo thing. This is kind of like a solo thing in that I just kind of wrote the songs, you know, and then, but then Rob just stepped in and actually sang on him and stuff, and he's a little bit better than I am at singing. So, so Rob, how did you become involved in the project? So, I've known Tom about 12 years, and, um, I was taking guitar lessons from him, and then I think I presented a, one of my originals to him to play Ride On, and he heard me sing a little bit, and he liked my singing, and we did a we did a cover acoustic duo, and, you know, just kind of, I would throw songs out, and, and we just kind of built it up from there, and maybe four years ago, he just handed me a stack of music demos, and I started writing the words and singing to him, and it worked, seems like it worked out. That's awesome. Um, I just yeah. I, I told Rob the other day that I had done a uh, review of the album for Sleaze Rocks, and they haven't they haven't posted it yet, which was I was kind of surprised about. But 
In, in that review, I kind of made an analogy that listening to this album is, being, is like being at a nude beach. There's nothing to hide. It's in-your-face, bare-bones music. Um, I like that, man. I like and then that. It was kind of, then it alluded to the fact, just you in your skin suit. Um, tell me about, <laughs> yeah, well, it, it kind of, I, I don't know where that came from, but it kind of made sense to me. It's like, you know what, that, that makes total sense. Um, That's awesome. Tell me. I about, like that analogy, man. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but um, tell me a bit about where the name came from. Oh well, there's you know it's it's a silly name in some ways, I guess. But I mean, all of us, we just you know, we were all living in these skins for a time here. Basically, Rob would, like, text me and go, like, because I'm always mad at him and stuff for everything, and then we're all fighting, <laughs> and then he'll text me and go, I want to skin you, and then, you know, sometimes he wants to skin me and, like, wear my suit of skin, he tells me that. And then, eventually, when we started working on the music, then we thought that would be kind of a cool name. So it kind of was like yeah, this is my remembrance of it anyway. There's a scene in Blades of Glory where um, this guy's kind of stalking um, one of the guys in the movie and he says, I'm going to kill you and wear Oh, your yeah. Skin. That's right. That's where that came from. Yeah. So it's right. kind of a goof on that. Then maybe a little deeper. And then just silliness. Maybe a little bit of Hannibal Lecter stuff, you know. Texas Chainsaw yeah, Massacre. Same. Yeah. Um, we tossed some names back and forth and this one kind of stuck the other names are a little silly so we kinda, names are silly in general coming up with bad names is like the worst yeah no kidding no kidding that's a good point so so moving forward in terms of the uh, in terms of promotion for this album are you guys going to play any live shows or do any type of promotion in that aspect well, I mean, like today, we just did an acoustic version of uh, Fire, Dirt, and Maggots off the record, you know, a song off the record. Yeah. So we're, and we'll put that on Facebook and kind of promote it like that. As far as live shows, not right now. We don't have anything planned, but if we get some acoustic tunes together from this record or other songs, I'd be open for it because it sounded pretty cool. It's fun. Awesome. We'll probably just um, make some videos, Tyson, and uh, put some merch out there and, um, Keep going that way for now. I mean, even bands that are planning on or had tours, everything's right. Can't yeah. even do that anyway right now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I actually, I kind of, I, I kind of meant to say looking to the future, but yeah, you're so right. I mean, we totally get you. Yeah. 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 I, you know, I think we'll probably just do records, most likely do records and do stuff on Facebook and the internet. And we'll see, though. You know, I can't say for sure, really. Okay, that's cool. Um, I have to ask about the drums on this album. That ride sim symbol is so predominant throughout. Nice. And it reminds me of like the early Tesla stuff. Um, I love, yeah. I love that element. Um, was that kind of the approach you were going for? Is that something you love? Uh, you no, love? I wouldn't say that. That just kind of came out in the mix. Yeah, we did have the symbols cranking on some of those early Tesla records, especially yeah. mechanical res. Um, you're right about that. Um, but no, I, I wasn't thinking like that way. It just probably came out that way for whatever reason and whatever mixes. Yeah. It sounds so good. <laughs> I love that though. Yeah. When I hear you say that, I'm like, Oh, I love hearing the symbols, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially at that ride and it really, it really drives the songs and it's just like, it's there. And I want to hear the flashes. We, we, um, 
we did the mastering like three different times. We weren't real happy with the first two mastering sessions, and we really wanted the drums to sound good. So I think the third time, the mastering engineer nailed it. And and always, I you know, it's never good enough. I mean, I still think that sonically the record could be better. So it just never ends. <laughs> I think that's all how we always perceive our work, right? Or what we do, right? So, um, well, you know, we're making it on a budget too. It's not like yeah. we're making big record. It's tough, you know, to get it, you know, right. Yeah, exactly. It's not like in the old days where it was, you know, you had this huge pre-production and then a budget yeah, going. Exactly. Yeah. Producer and whole thing, man. It was. It's hard to get. It. It's a lot of work and a little bit of money to get there. Yeah, exactly. and still you're. Kind of Man, I wish I could get it better, but that's where we're at. Did you, I, you're using a new amp, I believe. I saw a thing on Facebook. Did, did I, I've, uh, I've been using the Holbrook amps. Uh, he he got a hold of me a few years back and wanted to see if I wanted to try something. I, I don't usually do that stuff, but I just thought, yeah, let's check it out. So I did use that on this record. Uh, I've used the Marshalls too, but I used a lot of that Holbrook amp. I also use the fix, actually. Uh, I don't know if you know what that is, but it's kind of like a shitty little rack pedal thing. But I, I don't know. I've been using it on my demos, and I just like it, so I started using that, too. That's cool. I mean, it, it, it sounds sonically, the guitars are just kind of like <laughs> boom bop. They're edged out. Huh? So yeah. awesome. So uh, it's just, <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it reminds me of Mechanical Resonance and you know, yeah, all those albums. It's just like, it, I, and I think for me, it's something that I've that I might have missed in the band now is not hearing that as much as um, as it did back then. And I and maybe, maybe I'm aging myself to the fact that maybe I'm not growing, but I I still like that type of guitar. So yeah. Oh, me too. Very much. Yeah. Absolutely. No. That's. I mean. Oh. That's it, rocking, man. Exactly, in your face, just and I mean, you're still doing the bar stuff in there, like you always. Oh yeah. At the and I said that in my review, it's always at the right time that you you put this bar thing in there where it's like, it. <laughs> and I just I as soon as I my first listen to the album, I had it cranked in my in my apartment, and I've got seven point one, and I just sat in the mid. I stood in the middle of the room. And just listen to it, and I'm like, wow! It sonically, it just it hit me. You know, it was just one of those. I was like, this is this is amazing. So so what? I love that, man. Thank you. It, on a good system, the album sounds really good. I will agree. It with does. That. It does. And then and it was funny because I I I had it on Amazon Music and put it on in the in my truck, and I was like, it's it's compressed and it's it's just not. I'm not hearing it as well as I did in my. In my basement, right, or my apartment. So now let's let's talk about a few of the songs. Not knockdown starts off the album, and I, mm. that's like a holy shit! What an in-your-face track. Um, tell me, Rob, a, a bit about the lyrics and the phrasing. The, the guitar follows the vocal in certain spots. How did how did you approach that song? Oh, that's funny because he presented that the music on that one to me when we were still working on a bunch of other ones. Yeah. And he laid that one on me, like, right after the hurricane that we had here in September of 2017. And I had not health issues, but I seemed to be 
things uh, I was getting sick a lot physically and then when I get back up and the words just kind of came out from that and the hurricane and I get knocked down but I get up again and I, I was telling Rob I, in that chorus man I I came up with that kind of yeah. and I'm glad we put that in there because it just I don't know it rips my fucking head off man I don't like it yeah yeah it does right? <laughs> what's up Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Can I say that? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Say whatever you want. Man. You're all good. We don't censor anything. <laughs> it's all good. So, and then, Tommy, what I noticed from listening to is from the album as well is the change. There, there's timing changes where it slows down in a section. It could be, and then you could say it could be like, say, halftime. I think it adds a lot of depth, um, kind of like more color to the song. Is this something yeah. that you do naturally or to make things interesting when you're... Yeah, yeah. all that. I mean, it t- happens naturally in songwriting, and, and some of that is just, you may think it's slower, but it's going into a halftime thing, and you're just bringing it down dynamically. But that's that's how you really can like kind of go in and out with music and really make it kind of speak, and yeah, that's all part of it. I mean, that's definitely intentional, sure. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, that's great to hear because I listen to it and I'm like, oh man, they just slow, it just, you know, it, it builds, it builds parts up into the, into the, into a chorus or whatever. And I really, I really dig that. So. Cool, man. Thank you. Um, yeah. Tommy plays guitar with, I think the term is authority. Yes. Well, yeah. feeling any, know that when I'm the right notes, I'm doing good. Feeling an authority and he owns it. Like he likes to say, and I do say that. He does own it. But I mean, it's funny though because Tommy, you can play like balls out and just be like in your face. But then there's certain solos on there that are just like so much feeling as well. Which yeah, like take that song "Fire Dirt and Maggots." I love the solo on that that song. I don't know if you're familiar with it early on. Like this, it's just and I'm just milking it on the rhythm pickup, and it's. Not really aggressive, but but it is in a way, but just beautiful. I love it. It's like he's crying almost. Yeah, man, that's it. Yeah. And there's a section in Madeira, uh, Tyson, that a little bit reminds me of Hank Floyd, just a little a couple sections in there. It's like David Gilmore. And I use a lot of different guitars. You know, I, I that Holbrook amp I use, but it's real diverse. So, I mean, I got a lot of different sounds. I don't know if you noticed, but it's... Yeah. Just trying to really get a lot of stuff in there, and I think I did, maybe sometimes too much, but um, I really like that, that it just moves around a lot. Yeah. Is, is there ever too much guitar, though, really? <laughs> I exactly, man. I mean, you know, the more I put on there, the better it sounded, yeah. So true. So, um, going to Dream Girl Nightmare, what, tell me a bit about that, the, the meaning behind that lyric. Is, it, is that self-explanatory, or is it more of a metaphoric type of thing? It's like, it's like it's basically, I think it's a, a little bit of a true story, possibly. Like about some crazy bitch or something. <laughs> but Rob would actually about that. He don't want to tell you about that, so I can see it in his eyes. Saving names get too specific. Uh, sometimes we have preconceived notions about what people are going to be like. Uh-huh, yeah. And then they turn out to be a dream girl nightmare. Sometimes you find out it's not quite the way you 
thought it was going to be, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a good way to put it. I mean, as guys, we've all been there, and I'm sure girls would admit to that, too. A bit got, yeah. you know. how, about, uh, how about that middle section in that song, dude? What? It's I, crazy. I don't know if I, I, I would, I would probably have to listen to it again. Like I said, I yeah, listened yeah, listen yeah, to yeah, the album yeah. three it's times. Just, you caught me off right up there. Oh, I'll, I'll take a listen to it again. Yeah, man. Sorry. I, um... I mean, the sometimes you know, like when you listen to an album and you listen to the whole thing through three times, and when it, when you get caught off guard with like, do you remember that sex in there? It's like, oh shit, I, oh, I don't. No, no, it, no worries, man. Don't even. I get it totally. There's a lot of information on that record, yo. There is, man. And I, I told Rob the other day. I said, there's so much depth on this, like depth. It's uh, it's fantastic. Now, cool. of all the songs on this album, Legacy to me sounds something that could have been on, on the first two Tesla albums. I hear Modern Day Cowboy mixed with Lazy Day, Day's Crazy Nights. Just Yeah, it's kind of got some of those kind of same kind of chords. Yeah, you're right. I could see that. Yeah, is was like when you're when you're writing, you're probably you're not necessarily going, you know what, this sounds like a Tesla song. I I'm gonna do this for the fans. But Sometimes, sometimes I do. I mean, sometimes I think about those things. Of like, what is this? Is this sound like this or that or the other thing? Sure. That's cool. That 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 is a really good song. And it, it, it the that intro where it just kind of builds up and and I believe oh, that, that ride is in there again. Got some crazy guitar sounds in there. I plugged in a, a echo pedal on that at the beginning and made all these like wow 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 just crazy sounds. <laughs> That's so. Wow. So how many, I mean, throughout the whole album, you must have had a ton of tracks then. There was a, a lot of, yeah, the engineer kept, you know, like, griping about it, saying, you don't need, you know, but, oh, we didn't use them all, you know, like like I was saying, I was using the Line 6 and Amp, and I think I had a direct in, so I, I mean, whenever I doubled a track, you know, usually you'd have one track, and if you double it, you have two tracks, right? Yeah. Well, I had three things going in at once, so if I doubled a track, we'd have six tracks just for a double. Oh, wow. So uh, it got crazy. I mean, I had a lot of track parts for all kinds of, all the rhythm parts were done like that. So, I mean, it, it, we, I just wanted to have all kinds of different sound options, and I used it in the mix is where, is where that happened, and I knew I would. Yeah. That's why I did that. Did the did the engineer have with so many tracks did he have a, have a hard time matching it all together? Yeah, he was saying he was running out of tracks. Like a Majira, he was running out of tracks. I mean, it, I mean, you could do it's the internet, and you can probably do as many as you want. But it's just to him, it was like he's rolling his eyes, like it's ridiculous after a point, you know. Yeah, a couple tunes, he was it was a challenge to mix them down and get all the levels. The way we wanted with so many tracks, I think Baby was one. There was a lot of tracks for sure, but um, I, you know, it was for a reason, and we didn't use them all, of course. But you just want to have them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's. I mean, that's your that's your perception and your work. I've done a record like that. I've never done a record where I've had three tracks going at once, but I just tried it. You know, and it was. I thought it was cool. It was a bit much, maybe, but whatever. It worked. Oh, it's cool. The, the line, getting back to that line six, was it the, is it the helix that you're using? Is it the line six helix? Oh, uh, it's a little pod, you know, the little red pod. Oh, okay. But it's killer. Well, I, yeah, I like it. You know, I mean, 
I like cranking up an amp too. That's how I've always worked. But uh, we're trying different things, really. Oh, that's cool. That's fair. Another world. How did you get that effect the guitar? Oh, like yeah, like on other worlds. Well, that's an echo. I, Rob was talking about other worlds. The intro thing. I'm I'm using an echo there, but that's just an effect. But like that's an amp though on that song, you know. So. Well, I think I have the line six too on another track, but I don't think I used it anyway. <laughs> wow! Oh, that's cool. It's cool just to pick your brain about this stuff. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I play guitar, so and I'm a guitar player, so like talking oh, about cool. this stuff and trying to, you know, like just try, trying to pick your brain on what you use is uh, is, yeah. is fun for me, right? And that's awesome. Man. And you know, I, I'm I like to decipher. Like you probably do, you know, you're just you're listening to the guitar, deciphering what's going on there, and trying to pick out different things and different sounds and different tones, sure. and whatnot, right? So, yeah, and that's a real important thing. What you just said is when you're playing guitar to listen to what you're doing because I didn't do that a lot growing up, and I yeah, I started doing it about halfway through my career, and it's very helpful if you listen to what you're doing. That's true. You know, I just bend notes. Yeah, I just rock and roll, man. I'm bending a note, you know, but you're not up to pitch. It's not good. You got to think about things, and it's going to make the end result a lot better. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, uh, and I'm sure with different parts, you would use different sounds and different guitars. So it didn't match all together, right? Sure, man. It depends on the songs, but yeah, cleaner sounds, half clean sounds, rock and dirt sounds, depends. Yeah. And and it sounds like you've got a lot of uh, you know amp and amps and different configurations, different. Guitars. I think I yeah. In this record especially, I I really enjoy the the soundscape, if you will. You know, just a lot of different sounds and and also the dynamics of the songs going up and down a lot. Yeah, that's cool. Um, on I forgive you. Um, maybe you can give me a basis of that lyric as well. Again the. The changes in the build-ups are stellar. I love the guitar phrasing underneath the verse as Rob is singing. It's like that really cool thing. Then that, yeah, that, that's, that, that's a real favorite of mine. Joe, let Rob tell you about what it's about and all that. Okay. Oh, I forgive you. It was like same thing with the hurricane. It was we're getting ready for this hurricane down here and you know, packing up stuff and trying to make sure that if my place gets blown away, you just realize the important things aren't, you know, a TV, but photos and people and memories. And and you forgive all those bastards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, you know, you're thinking if your house gets blown away in a hurricane, what's important? Well, the people are important. That's right. You know, my possessions aren't important, but people are. And, and just... You know, your your mind goes through a lot of places and memories, and you kind of get to the important stuff, just the essence, and not all that. Yeah, and the and the, the cool thing is my first perception perception when you see a line like "I forgive you," you're thinking relationship, but this is totally the total different, which is cool, which is cool too. Well, it is. I mean, just. You know, it is about forgiveness. I think it is about that as well. It, it is. It really is, yeah. Okay. The, the situation I was in kind of prompted him to think about that kind of thing, right? Exactly, yeah. Okay. Oh, I mean, that makes sense. Um, then that, that lead in the riff that goes into the chorus, that's amazing, too. It's just like that really... Oh, dude, I love the leads on that song, dude. Yeah. I tried to make 
So it sounded like a couple of different guitar players trading off. Yeah. But I don't know if I pulled that off, but I do like what I played a lot on it. Yeah, it's very it's very fitting. You know what I mean? Where sometimes, you know, someone plays and it's not fitting. That's very fitting to the song. Thank you. You know, I worked hard on that. I really did try and, you know, now I'm thinking about it. I, that particular song, I tried to make it sound like there was a couple of guitar players that weren't the same guy. You know what I mean? And that's hard to do when you are the same guy. And now that you mention that, because that, that part I'm referring to sounds totally different that, that, that you're right than the guitar that is underneath the and Yeah, I mean, I, and I tried to do that, especially on that one, for whatever reason. It just felt like that to me. Yeah, and, I mean, I'm also going to make mentions of those huge Tom hits in the verse as well that are like, you know, all of a sudden they're like this big echoey, but, but they're kind big of... Big old diamond, hell yeah! Yeah, and those sound great too. Thank um, you. And then, and getting to the solo, your tone changed on that as well. And you're right, yeah. another spot. And and I also that's what I was trying to do it. Really, we're on the yeah, the, the trade off solos, yeah. Yeah, and there was there was also almost like a Steve Clark type of feel in there as well. Like that, that's kind of what I got from that. I was like, oh, Steve Clark, that sounds like that to me. So cool. Yeah, that was that was really stellar. Stellar. Sorry. <laughs> now um, it's finished. And it's funny, when I heard that, for some reason I heard Heaven's Trail, but not, but I think it was more the, maybe it's in the same key. I totally get that. It's in the exact same tuning as Heaven's Trail. Ah, okay. And Heaven's Trail was exclusively musically written by me, so that makes a lot of sense. You know, it's, it's very much akin to that. Yeah, same key and everything. Wow, I actually got that right. <laughs> You I mean, because it's not Heaven's Trail at all. No, but it 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 definitely has that feeling, though, for sure, because of the tuning, probably especially. Yeah, and you could picture, you could kind of, as I was listening to it, and this was just this morning listening to it, and I'm going, I could actually hear that Heaven's Trail riff be could be technically might be able to be played along. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I don't know if that's good or bad, but it's definitely accurate. No, I think that's cool. I think I think people will really gravitate towards that. I think. Cool, cool. I mean, I remember when that song came out. I was in high school. I think I think maybe grade nine or ten, and um, I didn't have the album yet, and I had recorded it off the radio, and I said to my buddy, I was like, um, "Can I borrow your Walkman? Because uh, I got this song, and I just want to keep listening to it over and over again." <laughs> I just wore the shit out of the tape, and he'd be like, you want to borrow my Walkman again? Seriously? Just love that Good man. Until I actually got the album, right? So, that's kind of funny. Now, going to uh, to Baby, um, I kind of got a Jimi Hendrix, uh, Hendrix kind of at the in the intro. I can hear that kind of vibe. Yeah, man, I was on my rhythm pickup on a Strat, totally Hendrix-type thing, and yep. yeah, that's a, that's kind of nice i like that uh that you got that vibe yeah and i think i think out of a lot of the songs that's probably the most i think it was the most different one i thought they're all different but i but i just got a totally different vibe from that song yeah it's more of a blues rock song more than the others i think yeah and um i love rob's layered uh the vocal the verse yeah me too thank you that's awesome really really good um thank you How'd you guys, I mean, talking a little bit more about it, how did you guys kind of approach that song? Did you, 
what kind of feeling did you guys get from it when, I mean, as maybe Rob, as you had first heard it, what kind of, what was your perception of how you were going to approach it? So that one, the music, I came up, I came up with it laid on time and it started as an acoustic song. We were doing some bar gigs as an acoustic duo and I learned some new chords from some of the covers and just started new. Yeah, I really liked it, you know, so I came in with a part and we had written it like that. But it's like, I don't know, it's different than a lot of the songs on the record, just in that it's more kind of bluesier and... But we did have a lot of, man, we went back and forth on how to treat it when we were actually recording it. I did, like, I did three different guitar parts on it because Rob just wasn't really happy with how that was going. It just wasn't working. And it was a real collaboration, that song. Yeah, I was driving him nuts to... <laughs> but I think we got it. Yeah, I'm happy with it. Yeah. The end, it's good. Um, it's good. I think it's good, yeah. That's cool. Uh, I think it's a great song. Now let's now, now you had Tommy, you did you had mentioned Fire, Dirt and Maggots. I mean that is an interesting title. What the hell yeah. is the basis of that one? Well, so that's just my little thing of like okay, there's no heaven, there's no hell, there's just come on man, you're fucking when you die you're either fire, dirt, or you're maggots, and that's it, man. I mean that's the reality of it. Whether your spirit goes to some heaven fucking place, I don't know, but, you know, that's just kind of my take, personal take on death, yeah. is uh, your, you know, fire, dirt, and maggots, if that makes any sense. It makes total sense. I mean, it's, it's, it's good to actually get a definition of what that was. Because you see that title, and as soon as you see the word maggot in there, it's kind of like, oh, what's that going to be? Like, whoa, that's heavy duty, man. Yeah, that's heavy, dude. Like... <laughs> No, that's cool. I love that title, man. That's why I came up with that, because I just knew it was like a shocker kind of, you know? Yeah, it's um, it's like um, uh, the, the other t the two tracks later, Some... Some I, Young Punk? Some Young Punk, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's about uh, Some Young Punk. Yeah, exactly. Self-explanatory, right? Uh, um, now... Yeah, so shout out to the art troops or military ah okay gotcha that's very cool now into the vat madeira in brackets uh <laughs> holy shit what a fucking great song i mean that intro that intro is like so like i think of metallica like lars doing those snares those snare hits at the beginning um dude that's so funny man yeah well you know honestly i was listening to that new metallica record and then i went and i wrote that so there you go Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you know, that, that hardwired to self-destruct, I listened to that whole record, man, and after I listened to it, I ended up putting that thing together and just kind of like an ode to them, pretty much. That's cool. That's cool. And it's like so in your face. You're just like, what the hell? And Yeah, a lot of whammy bar on that, too, man. Just total noise, man. Just love that. Oh, that's so cool. I was, um... Yeah, and speaking of bar, I was watching... A few weeks back, um, the video, the Tesla videos with where you guys, you know, where uh, Lazy Days, Crazy Nights, and it was kind of like a put together video from. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I was watching, I was watching you, the solo part, you playing the solo. And I just, I, I've always loved that solo, man. It's so. You know what the trip about that is? I did it. I did it on the record. It's a backwards tape solo. No. And 
Yeah, and then when we played it live, I was able to manipulate it pretty good with the whammy bar, making it sound like it did on the record. It was kind of cool. I was, it was like kind of a happy accident that it worked out live. I was able to reproduce that pretty well. Wow, that's very cool. Um, cool. Yeah, and I remember I saw I saw you guys. I saw Tesla open for Crew in 1990, and mm-hmm. I my buddy and I to this day still talk about that guitar solo where you and you guys are like playing off of each other. And then I think it's been so long, but one of you guys gets. Was it, was it? Yeah. Was I like making a bunch of noise, and then Frank would come over and play, and yeah. you're kind of going back and forth like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we did that for a while. Yeah, that was so. We we still talk about that to this day. We're just like, do you remember that? <laughs> like, it was just. So, like, we, what, how did you guys see that? Did you like it? Oh, we loved it. We loved it, man. It was kind of crazy shit. Yeah, it was just you guys just came out and you're like, what the hell is this? And we were way at the top. Like we we were poor kids. Like we were just you know like. Uh, 15 years old and we had we lived an hour and away uh, an hour away and took the train into the city and it was the two of us because i lived in a small town and everything and um well it's real interesting to hear that for me because just just i don't know i always wonder like that's something that's not on the record we just would do it live right yeah and it's cool that you know to hear someone's take on that kind of because i remember that stuff it's that's cool yeah it was very cool um so now, now getting to the like back to the to the album, did you guys think about shopping it to any labels, or you just wanted to put it out independently? Yeah, we never really even thought about it. We just knew we were going to put it on Facebook and do it kind of homemade type thing. Oh, I think that's awesome. I think that's so. How's the um, has have people been like receptive to it, and a lot of people like you know um, interested? Yeah, totally, man. It's been like you, everyone. I mean. It, it blows my mind just how people are really totally digging it because we just thought, I mean, we thought it was good and everything, but it, we're getting a really pretty good reception from it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been telling my buddies about it, like guys that I grew up with that were, you know, Tesla fans. I'm like, you got to check this out, man. If you guys love cool. that early stuff, you're going to love this. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, we're trying to, you know, sell a couple of records, man. Hell yeah. That is fantastic. Um no, and another story is when you used when you did Tommy's Down Home on Five Man Acoustic, Acoustical Jam, my buddies and my buddy, one buddy and I, the guy who went to the crew show with me, we would always we would always sing that song. We were like these, you know, like hard rock and metalhead guys. But when that album came out, we were just like, "What is this? This is like so cool." Well, it's it's like a country song with like some fucked yeah. up attitude, I guess. Yeah, and we loved it. We would always sing it to each other, you know, like it was just, you know. That's funny, dude. Oh man, it was. Yeah, I do like hearing that, man. That's funny. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was just one of those things of being a kid, and you know, like you had attitude, definitely, and we loved that. <laughs> um, hey, hey, Tyson, I was going to tell you one thing about Fire Nerd and Maggots. Um, yeah. One one inspiration for the. Um, you're, you're from the Toronto area? Yes. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know if you remember April Wine. Oh yeah. I saw them last summer, actually. <laughs> so on first glance, there's a song called Silver Dollar. Yeah. It's a little bit of the same kind of vibe in the lyrics and ah. it's like, you're not going to need that drink of water anymore. <laughs> you're not going to need that silver dollar anymore. Oh, that's good. It's, it's part of a 
little bit of an inspiration. That's cool. I'll have to check that song out because now that I mean, since you've mentioned that, I'll, I'm kind of interested to to hear where the in, yeah where the inspiration for that came from. Well, it was partial, partial. but typically it's about death and salvation. So yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, so um, I must also ask Tommy um, about Resistant Bike, the myth I'm living with Nathan Utz. I love Nathan. I love that song. Yeah. Um, Nathan's a great guy, right? You know Nathan? Yes, I do. Actually, Nathan was on the show a couple months ago, and I reached yeah. out to him. Oh, he was doing the, for the cartoon thing? No, it was because of that song, actually. When it came out, I got a hold of Nathan. Oh, I, because oh, I, oh yeah, no, that's great. I was interested. So, I thing. mean, Resistant Bite is a thing that, um, we know we're, we're writing, we've been writing, we've got the songs, we're shopping a deal right now, we're trying to get a, a, you know, label, and we're going for a major label, and we think we got some good stuff, and uh, we're trying to go rule the world with it, you know? Yeah, I love that song, too. I, it's so, it, I told Nathan that, I was like, this song is so fucking good, too, man. Like, yeah, you know, and that's just a demo, dude. That's not even a record for a demo. It just came. I just told Rob today, if we do a, you know another Shinsu record, I want the guy who's the other guitar player, Resistant Bites, who does all these uh, demos for us. He's the engineer. Yeah. And so he's got a double-time job, which is not good for him. But anyway, <laughs> I would want him to uh, to record it. Because, I mean, our de- that like Resistant Bites sounds almost as good as the, the Skinsuit record. He does a really good job. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't realize it was a demo, to be honest. Uh, Nathan might... It's a demo, dude. We just we had it mastered, but it's a demo. Wow. I mean, we recorded it for nothing. Wow. Yeah, and I love that effect. Is it on the guitar that the effect's on, where it's that... Yeah, that's, a, that's called a blurst pedal by Electro Harmonix. Yeah. And I buy pedals sometimes just because of the name, and when I saw that one, it's a colorful pedal, and it says blurst, so I... But I'm gonna try the more yeah. yeah, and then so the first thing I came up for was that was um, myth I'm living. I came up with that intro and wrote that song, and then Steve, the guitar player, wrote the chorus. But yeah, that's what that is. Wow, the blurs. That's very cool. I mean, when I spoke to Nathan, he was very excited about the. About yeah, he's the project. We all are. We're all very much. I mean, we're gonna go for it, man. We're not fucking around. So that's awesome. And as you mentioned, there there probably will be another skin suit album. It sounds like. I think so. I, I mean, we got songs we're working on. We got a ton of songs backlog. We're continually writing more. Tom had given me a bunch of songs when we were tracking this album, Tyson. And so I've got my homework to do. I got a bunch of demos that he handed me that I can be working on. I've actually got ideas for. Them. I just got to get to them. Wow, that's I fantastic. Think. So you're always you. working, then, Tommy. <laughs> You're always comfortable. Pretty much, dude. I, you know what? I've noticed just in the last two or three years, man, I cannot stop writing songs. That's I just one. can't stop. I'm, like, addicted to it. You know, I'm not doing dope now. That's so good addiction to I guess that, that's where I'm at. But it's uh, going through because I just keep trying to write better and better ones, you know, and just keep going for it. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are excited to hear that. I mean, myself included. So keep them coming. <laughs> Thank you, man. I will, man. I'm, I'm into it. What was that, Rob? Sorry? No, we enjoy doing it. We like working together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it shows. Um, People can get the album if they want a copy of the album. It's our uh, website. is skinsuitmusic.com. 
Yeah, um, and th th that's funny that you mentioned that too, because when I did the review, usually on Sleaze Rocks, we put the album label. So I just put it as Skin Suit Music. I think that's what it was, right? That's perfect, man. When is that coming out? You don't know? Well, I, I sent it in two days ago, and usually he's usually pretty quick on the draw of getting my stuff posted, but maybe it might be a... Check that out. I have a feeling you gave us a good good uh, review there. I, I did, actually. I, I think I think at the end, I kind of said for fans of uh, the first uh, few Tesla albums, you're going to love this, and then if you're like a cool. huge hard rock fan, you're going to love this as well. So. Perfect, man. That's so great. We, we really appreciate that, man. Definitely, definitely. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm sorry it took me so long to get to it. I just, you know, I... Just, Oh, no, we, no worries. You and I were talking, we were trying to set this up, and I mentioned to Tom, and he's like, I don't think we should be getting together. <laughs> oh, no, it's cool. I'm just, I'm glad you guys, we finally were able to do this, and I really appreciate it. So. No doubt, man. It was great to chat. But um, that's pretty much all I have for today, and I really appreciate you guys uh, coming on. Dude, thank you very much for having us, and thanks for all the kind words, and really thanks for the great review too, man. I'm gonna can't wait to check that out. That's cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll actually I'll let Rob know when it's posted, and then he can cool. put it on cool. to Tommy. So, cool. Thank you, man. Okay, you guys have a great day, and uh, right. we'll stay in touch. Right on. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.